Hey, welcome to Let's Stop There. This week, we're wrapping up our month of Halloween episodes with a classic 1996 Goosebumps book, Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns by R.L. Stein. And in honor of the holiday, we have our very first celebrity voicemail, and you will literally never guess who it is. Stick around to the very end for a spooky surprise. Welcome to Let's Stop There. I'm Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi, Shane Brooklow. And this week, it's still freaking Halloween, folks. We're reading Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns, a classic Goosebumps book by R.L. Stein. Quick, what's R.L. stand for? Anybody know? Ralph Lawrence. <laughs> Ready? Let's go. Rowdy Lover. Just Rowdy, a guess. Oh. Just a guess. Don't care to look it up. Okay, Halloween. How you guys feeling? You ready for the big day? You guys know what you're going to wear? No? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, you got to... You're having a party, right? We're, you're, we're coming yeah. over. Yeah, you are. Our, our, you our, our costume, Our costume's expected. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. a fucking Halloween party. What do you, what do you think this no is? No entry without. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I'll be turned away at the door. All right. Yeah. Well, Ganesh, what are you wearing? I got to know what kind of level I need to aspire to. Uh, Who are you wearing? <laughs> I should say. I'm wearing uh, Ralph, Ralph Lauren. Slime. Slime. <laughs> I'm wearing Skeleton by Ralph Lauren. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm I'm Laszlo from What We Do in the Shadows. If oh, that's really good. It. Guess I got to watch that. Okay. Oh my god! Yes, you do. Um, that's great. You have the same uh, who who gives a fuck energy that Laszlo has. We do have has. a similar sensibility. <laughs> Hmm. All right. Well, now I got to think on it. Shane, have you decided or are you still, you're going to wing it? I was thinking like some kind of exotic bird or <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> that's that was your, you do alternate between those every year. <laughs> I got some big stuff planned. Oh yeah. I got a what fog got machine. Oh, so you had that last year. No, I didn't. You've had that for 15 years. No, You've had a fog is, machine for 15 years, but a new fog machine. All right? How many you fog machines seen... have you bought in your life? Let me ask you this uh-huh. real talk. Well, this is a Patreon. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. How many fog machines have you paid for with your own money in your lifetime? At least two. Like three. That's a lot. That's a lot <laughs> for the average really man. <laughs> That's a lot for the average what? man. I used to throw raucous parties with a lot of fog. I remember yeah, real Bacchanal atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Anything goes. It's like a, yeah, an eyes wide shut kind of thing. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right. Well, okay. What else you got? I cooking? bought a projector. Oh. I'm going to be projecting a movie out on the, on the. Balcony. Oh, finally. I've been saying what this movie? every, every time I'm at your balcony, I'm like, you should project. Cause there's a big white empty wall. Oh, I thought you were just telling me to talk louder, but <laughs> no, never. That's never my request of you. Yeah. What movie? <laughs> Well, it's going to be horror movies 
to be sure. It's Halloween. Uh, okay. Gory, shocking, both. Yeah. Italian. Italian. Ooh. Heavy nudity with Mama Mia. pumpkins. Okay. That's enough of that. Uh, well, <laughs> great. Everybody have a great Halloween. Uh, you can have candy. What are you, you going to have- be? I don't know yet. I, uh, I, I never... I never decide until the day of, and then I find a baseball cap and go as a baseball player. Uh, yeah, we'll see. It's not believable. Maybe. Well, I don't know. It could be. Why? Because of my build? No, you're not tall enough. <laughs> I'm taller than Jose Altuve, for sure. I'm as tall as Jose Altuve and as rotund as David Wells. I'm the perfect baseball player. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I'm going to be. be. A, no, no, you could be a baseball it's true. I'll just come <laughs> naked as a day I was born with two red uh, stripes down the middle on the baseball. Yeah, your stitches. I'm yeah. strike. I'm strike three. Caught looking. And all the messy stuff in the back could be that uh, that band grip that they're <laughs> not supposed my, to. <laughs> that's my tar. My uh, <laughs> your tack. Oh, don't mind this. It's just my tar. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Yeah. No, that's that's a good idea. Actually, we'll see. We'll see what I can figure out yeah i don't know yet um don't come as anything nasty oh uh oh okay well that that's i usually go nasty so uh that's year i'll have to think outside the box um all right well you, you know could I think wear, this, hmm? you could wear like 20 collared shirts and be a steve bannon i should that would be a funny costume just two just a couple collared shirts and i just paint my face red <laughs> bright Red, red, maybe get some of that like scar makeup on. Just, yeah, you know, rub rub a rub, rub a like a fresh pepperoni all over my face. Just get that nice glisten, <laughs> nice red glisten. Yeah, that's you know, that's a thinker. I got it. You know, I don't know. This is too early in the year for me to be deciding Halloween costumes a week before Halloween. I need more time. It could be the throne from Game of Thrones. Ooh, how? <laughs> well, for one thing. That seems like a really hard costume to pull off. And two, you it would could, require me to be sitting. It would be so time. impressive if you could pull it off. That's also yes. way, many, many years late. Nobody cares. One lucky person could sit on you all night. Wow. Now that's a thought. Uh, no, I do like the idea of a costume that has me sitting for most of the time. So that's, <laughs> I just on I just wear a white shirt. I just wear a white shirt that says toilet and I sit down. <laughs> I'm toilet. Everybody stays away from me at the party. How many people are coming to this shindig? You having a full house? Or is it just us? I mean, we have like, is it just, I don't know, four friends. Yeah, so two of them are on this podcast. I'm hoping, I'm hoping all of my friends come. All right, it's going to be a full four, a big foursome there. All right. Yeah, I'm picturing that everyone, this is going to be one of those things where everyone comes and around 9 p.m. everyone starts going, whoa, I'm getting sleepy. It's time to go home. <laughs> Hey, nah, if, we, we if you throw that. a good party, I'll stick around. I'm sure some tourists. Yeah, that might be the that might be the rudest thing you've ever seen. I'm sure some. <laughs> how dare you? I'm sure some. How dare you? <laughs> it'll be fine. I'm sure some tertiary side characters of our life will show up and pop in and out, and we'll be like, "Oh yeah, I remember them." And then when they leave, we'll be like, "Get a load of what they said and make fun of them." <laughs> and then we'll all have a good. I don't life. think people just pop in and out in COVID times anymore. That uh, you know, it's always time to start. Last year, I should have the front door open, see who shows up. Yeah, maybe some neighbors will come in. Some wild raccoons. Could be fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Enough bullshit. All right. It's Halloween. I want to be scared. Can you, are you going to, is this book going to scare me? 
Probably not. It's meant for kids. I have a really low tolerance. You never know. Oh, then yeah, maybe. Well, let's, uh, you want to read the synopsis of this? This is, I will say, uh, uh, looking at the cover, mm-hmm. I think I've read this. I think this is one of the few books that I've read from in my life, to be perfectly honest, but from this show, <laughs> for sure. The cover looks hauntingly familiar. Now, refresh my memory. Were you in the Goosebumps fan club as well when you were a child? I don't remember signing any papers. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was a fan. I went to a Goosebumps night at Barnes and Noble. I think I told you guys this. We made shrunken mm-hmm. heads. Oh, that's pretty cool. Out pretty of apples cool. and vinegar. Yeah, mm-hmm. stinky little suckers. Stinky little kids reading Goosebumps at Barnes and Noble. I do know me and Ganesh had the same Goosebumps bedding as children. That's right. It's because we shared the same bed. <laughs> we were actually Siamese <laughs> twins until like we were 18. The shocking, really, really confused scientists. <laughs> Medical now, now you're, you were one miracle. Now you're two little miracles. That's right. That's what our parents call us. We have two sets of parents too. It's a weird biological situation. Uh, yeah. And we still share the same hole. That's... <laughs> I get Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. No, not even, not even kidding. Earlier today, I was reading the Wikipedia of those girls who were born with two heads. You remember that from the nineties? Uh-huh. I was like, what are they yeah. up to? They're just out there chilling, living life. Good for them. Yeah. They're a teacher now. I think they're both married. How does that work? I don't even want to know. But they're a teacher. They're Imagine coming to school class and that's your, your teachers. Kind of seems like unfair to have two teachers. That's a benefit. Wait, do they get double the pay, you think? I would think. I would hope. Yeah, for sure. They're two people, except they do have one intestine. So I don't know. They... They could unionize. So that's true. Do they, when they've, okay. Never mind. No, no that's fine. Yeah, let's I'll, best I'll to, look it up on my best own time. To, best to tread lightly on these two real people. Uh, <laughs> well, I did see a, a turtle was born with two heads. Wow. That's not a person. I wonder if they have sex with multiple turtles or one turtle, or if they shit out of many holes or one hole, or if they eat food out of one hole or two <laughs> holes, or if, uh, what do you think? What's, yeah. What? This is the kind of questions I can ask about this turtle, but not the person we just talked about. <laughs> Who wipes? Well, maybe they don't. Do maybe they don't. Turtles like. get two votes to vote for turtle president, or is it one vote? I don't know. Yeah, they definitely, the girls get two votes for sure. They're women. You know what the All craziest right. thing I read? You're right. I'm so sorry. I went out of my way not to disrespect <laughs> this two-headed woman. And I went and called her a girl. Uh, the other craziest thing I read in that article is that they have driver's licenses and they each have there's two two driver's licenses between them but when they drive one of them controls one arm and one controls the other so they have to like coordinate to drive a car are you talking about the turtle no yeah yeah it's it's a miracle yes anyway Sorry. Sorry to take this off into a nasty. You told me not to get nasty and I got no, nasty. I said, don't wear a nasty costume to my party. <laughs> oh, I could still yeah. be nasty in regular life. You can be okay. nasty to me all you I mean, don't tell don't tell me to my face you don't let my parties. Your parties are good. The only that made me sad. Your parties are great. They're statistically the best parties I've been to in the last five years. Because they're the only ones that I've ever go to. <laughs> last five. Try your entire fucking life, dude. I've been throwing the best parties of your life forever. <laughs> well, I went to other parties before five years ago. No. Once no. I hit no. Once I hit my late twenties, it was the number of parties I got invited to cratered. I don't know if that's something I did or just a sign of the times. Oh, Shane had some parties. Those were good. You know what? Actually, Shane, you throw a great party. Oh, thank you, man. 
I'd like to entertain, you know, um, <laughs> you're a natural born entertainer for sure. The spotlight looks for you. It's always, it's all about the playlist and all you got to make the rounds. You got to say, Hey, <laughs> how's true. it going? You got to get some FaceTime in. It's hard to get FaceTime with that thick fog in the air. No, people don't want to talk to anyone at a party. They want to do drugs and fucking sit there silently in their thoughts and stew. All right. Uh, they're all good parties. I can't wait to go. I'm ready to have some fun. Yeah, eat shit. Hey, if you grill it, I'll eat it, buddy. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's hear the synopsis. Did we ever hear that? What's the synopsis of Attack of the Jack O' Lanterns? Pumpkin power. Pumpkin power. <laughs> this is like Def Jam poetry. Nothing beats Halloween. It's Drew Brockman's favorite holiday, and this year it'll be awesome. Much better than last year. Or the year Lee and Tabby played that joke. A nasty practical joke on Drew and her best friend Walker. This is a cautionary tale about being nasty. Yes, this year <laughs> Drew and Walker have a plan. A plan for revenge. It involves two scary pumpkin heads. But something's gone wrong. Way wrong. Because the pumpkin heads are a little too scary. A little too real. With strange hissing voices. And flames shooting out of their faces. Perfect. I like a book that tells you right up front what kind of voice can each has to do. Mm-hmm. I'm excited mm-hmm. to hear this hiss. I'm sorry, I missed that cue. What is it? Oh, hissy. Okay. Wow, you really are all business. These words are going in, <laughs> not making a dent in your brain at all. <laughs> all right. It's yeah, all hiss. performative, dude. I'm not actually reading these at all. You got a hiss. It's I like uh, reading a teleprompter. I don't know what's in front of me. Just put it in front of me. I'll read it. Uh-huh. Good to know. Keep that in my back pocket. Well, Is that it? I read this book. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's the you whole thing left me wanting more. I felt the side. So they, they were talking about pumpkins. Uh huh. Yeah. You guys pick up any fresh ones this season? Yeah. We yeah, have got one. All right. Oh, yeah. What's the, what's the poundage on that, that thing? Cause mine's 17.9 pounds. Gotta Jesus, say, where the hell did you, <laughs> you go to the County fair and pick the blue ribbon pumpkin? That's a big sucker. Well, I think ours is about 17 and oh, yeah. one. Oh ounce. yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the classic Ganesh one up. Yeah, you know, I think ours is, uh, yeah, I think ours is an ounce or two ounce heavier or so. than your big pumpkin. <laughs> but so every year Kathleen tries to get like a million pumpkins and I, which I don't like because we've always lived on a high floor. And if you take them up, you got to take them back down. Otherwise, yeah, balcony's just here for. they just rot, dude. They just sit here and rot. You ever try to pick up a rotting pumpkin? Shit just collapses and you get rotten pumpkin all over you. Let me tell you a story. That's what happens when you have 20 pumpkins in your house. Last year, I went and I bought a pretty sizable pumpkin, a couple of pumpkins, good, hefty pumpkins. And I put one in my living room on the floor and like all the pumpkins started rotting. So I started throwing them away. But this one pumpkin was like just looking good. It was like a truck. I was like, damn, this pumpkin just is keep on. It's 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 going to keep going forever. It stayed there probably like it stayed there much longer than a pumpkin should. And I was like, wow, this pumpkin looks great. Is this like, is this like a magic pumpkin? And so one day I picked it up and just the whole back of it was rotted. (laughs) Just the front, the front looked great, but the back, oof, it was a disaster. And it left, it like peeled the, peeled like the lining off my wooden floor. So when I moved out of that apartment, there was like a little pumpkin stain still. That taught me. It could be like your um, sticky baseball outfit. I'm just a rotting. I'm looking okay in the front and just rotting out the back. The tar will do it. <laughs> anyway, this year we didn't get big pumpkins. I got two little manageable tiny pumpkins and they look good. 
Good pumpkins. Don't I don't carve them. You don't carve your pumpkins, do you? Nah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna carve this thing. I'm gonna put it out front. Now, Shay, when I was at your house, I did see a uh, what I thought was a carved pumpkin. Is that a real pumpkin or a fake pumpkin? That one was fake. It has a light bulb in it. It looked too good. I was like, there's no way they did such a good. I mean, you are an artist, so I, it is actually believable that you carved such a beautiful pumpkin. But it was like too wow. symmetrical and everything. It's perfect. Well, it's plastic, you know. They do some pretty crazy <laughs> things do, with they plastic. Can do crazy show of plastic these days. <laughs> They're making some really impressive looking fake pumpkins these days. Ganesh can't tell the damn difference. Well, oh, I my. couldn't tell the difference between Fisher Stevens and an Indian man when I was a child. Yeah, fair it's enough. About the same. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, shit. Okay. Boy, oh boy, this could be our, like, our longest intro ever. Let's just not read. That would, nobody would know the difference. People are tuning out by now anyway. This is a Patreon. We can not read a book all we want. Yeah. What if we, <laughs> that'd be a funny episode where the intro just never ends and we never read the book. And then we're just like, all right, I ran out, I, we, we ran out of time, guys. We'll sometimes I think that's what this podcast should have been. Nobody, that's, you need a hook, all right? The Guardian's not going to write about three dudes dicking around talking about rotting pumpkins. Well, it's just the, it's the idea of what we have to do. It's like procrastination. It yeah. is. And it's like homework we got to do. Just goofing off with the fellas in homeroom. I don't want to, you know, start doing Damn, graphs and charts. Yeah. You guys stand for the pledge? You do that? I had to. You get punished. Oh. Uh, you didn't? Wow, you're ah. a little rebel, huh? You were like, I'm doing this under duress. <laughs> Did you know I was late so many times to senior year that they're like, if you're late one more day, you're not going to graduate. Well, where were you? I just slept in. Just Damn, took my bad time. boy. Also, the parking lot was always full by the time I got there. So I would just park in front of other cars. So they'd always call me <laughs> and like. Damn, wow. A little badass, man. Pulling up to the school and double parking in front of a bunch of cars and waltzing in half an hour. They'd always late. call me and tell me to move it. And which is why I did it. Because then I could skip like 30 minutes of class to just go move my car. <laughs> that's pretty. That's badass. That's a Charlie Sheen and Breakfast Club kind of move. <laughs> You're that guy. Well, shit. I didn't know we were dealing with such a uh, rule breaker. Flagrant. Well, I grew up a little, you know, as people do. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's You're fair. the most mature person I know. Hmm. Are you kidding me? Well, let's on that pregnant <laughs> silence. Let's uh, jump. You're drinking just, a kombucha right now. Yeah, that's something. That's pretty mature, dude. I didn't think you guys could see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you noticed my kombucha? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Look at that tall stack of books behind you, dude. That's that's pretty mature. That's called the reader's pile. (laughs) That's going about halfway up your door. That's like a four foot stack of books. That's more books than I've ever read my whole life. Easy. It's not mine. That's just what Kayla's read like this year. So that's her. That's her deal. Jeez. She should do this podcast. We should quit. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go out on top. This is uh, the top. Okay, let's let's be let's let's read. Okay, let's read this freaking goosebumps right. book. All right, let's, let's we care. Okay, I care. All right, I care a lot. If you, if you, hey, if you say so. Okay, let's uh, let's jump ahead now to the first page of Attack of the Jack o' Lanterns by R. L. Stein. Please.
All right. We're back. I'm ready to get spooked. I'm ready to scream. I'm ready to cry. I'm ready to cough. Ganesh, will you? Oh, Jesus Christ. Get your shit together. Let's just go. Okay. First page Attack of the okay. Jack O' Lanterns, R.L. Stein. Chapter one. Where are you going, elf? Dad called from the den. Don't call me elf, I shouted back. My name is Drew. Dad thinks it's real cute to call me elf, but I hate it. He calls me elf because I'm tiny for a 12-year-old. Damn. How tiny you gotta be to be tiny for a 12-year-old? Like six inches. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I mean, I couldn't tell you. I don't know anything about kids. You would think being a kid for many years, I would have remembered it all. But now when people... Like the other day when somebody was talking about the average height of a seven-year-old, I was like, I don't, I don't know. It could be two feet. could be four and a half feet. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I don't know how tall kids are or how much they weigh or anything about them. So a 12-year-old, for all I know, anywhere from one foot to six is small for 12. <laughs> if I saw a 12-year-old that was my height, I'd be like, okay. Really? Cool. I don't know. That'd be the day. We should be playing basketball. I'm sure there are 12-year-olds taller than me. Yeah. Yeah. And they're playing basketball. Yeah. They better be. Or volleyball. Or swimming. Or swimming. Honestly, or track and field. Or track Every and field. Every sport is better if you're tall, except for like horse racing. Yeah, you don't want to be a tall jockey. Imagine, oh, imagine you're a six foot 12 year old and all you ever wanted to do is be a jockey. What a tragedy. And I have short, straight black hair and sort of a pointy chin and a little pointy nose. If you looked like an elf, would you want people calling you elf? No. Call me Drew. Call me hot elf. Oh, dark elf. That's Lean cool. into it. Yeah. One day, my best friend, Walker Parks. <laughs> I always refer to my friends by their first and last name. <laughs> heard my dad call me Elf, so Walker tried it. What's up, Elf? Walker said. I stomped on Walker's foot as hard as I could, and he never called me that again. I'll rip open your face and shit down your neck hole if you call me that again, <laughs> Walker. Don't disrespect me in my own house. Where are you going, Drew? Dad called from the den. Out. I told him, and I slammed the door. I like to keep my parents guessing. I try to never give him a straight answer. Ah, uh, well, that's why you get called Elf. He's a kid's kid, you know? Remember that when we were kids, the big thing was always like, kids matter. Kids should have a voice. And now that I'm old, I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to hear from kids ever. <laughs> so big Kid empowerment was big in the 90s. So many movies were about like kids out outsmarting and overcoming adults. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, that was not a useful message to give kids. That's why that's millennials were, were brain dead because of that stuff. We all think we're like the center of our own story. Yeah. Like, fuck that. No. No. Kids shouldn't be able to vote or drive a car or whatever they were telling kids back then. They don't. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, but kids should be allowed to slime people, though, right? I mean, sure, in a controlled environment. No, anywhere. I'm no, talking anywhere. No, no, no. <laughs> kids should be seen and not heard. <laughs> That's what I think. You're right for the sliming. That's why you don't want, <laughs> want them to have the power. That's true. I'm the kind of adult that should be slimed. <laughs> You're a regular uh, Lori, Beth, Lori Beth Denberg. That is what people call me. We look uh, shockingly alike. You might say I'm as mischievous as an elf, but if you said it, I'd stomp on your foot too. I'm tough. Ask anyone. They'll tell you that Drew Brockman is tough. When you're the... That's a tough name for sure. 
Drew Brockman. Yeah, dude, you Damn. don't want to. You don't want to fuck with Drew Brockman. When you're the shrimpiest girl in your class, you've got to be tough. Oh, actually, I wasn't going anywhere. I was waiting for my friends to come to my house. I walked down the street to watch for them. I took a deep breath. The people in the corner house had a fire going in their fireplace. White smoke floated out from their chimney. It smelled so sweet and piney. I don't think it's right to smell other people's fires. Just gotta say. (laughs) How dare you? This is my land and my smoke. Halloween is my favorite holiday. I guess I like it so much because it gives me a chance to look like someone else. Or something else. Like a beautiful bird. An exotic preening bird. (laughs) Well, you'll love it when you see it. I'm sure I will. You go all out. $10,000 plus spent on this beautiful bird costume. I can't wait. It's the one night of the year that I don't have to look like pointy-chinned me. But I have a problem with Halloween. Two kids in my class are the problem. Tabitha Weiss and Lee Winston. For the past two years, Tabby and Lee have totally ruined Halloween for Walker and me. And I'm so angry about it. Our favorite holiday is ruined because of two stuck-up kids who think they can do whatever they want. The worst. What could they be doing? Putting blades in their candy? Yeah, yeah, that's what they're doing. Got a mouthful of box cutters last year. You ruined it. You ruined my day. Just <laughs> thinking about it makes me want to punch someone. My other friends, Drew's Shane got, ang- Drew's got anger issues. Shanna Martin. Shane? Shane? Huh? Say Sorry, again. What? Shane? My other friends, Shane and Shanna Martin, are upset about it too. Wait, are those two Shanes? Shane and Shanna. Shane and Shane too. Shane and Shanna are brother and sister, twins, my age. Of course they are. They live in the house next door and we hang out a lot. They both have uh, very round faces with curly ringlets of blonde hair. They have red cheeks and cheery smiles and they're both short. Damn, that's exactly like chunky. That's that's just like the Shane we know. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) pretty dead on. For everyone out there who's never seen a picture of Shane, just think of that. That's exactly Mm -hmm. right. Little chunky curly haired. Yep. Yeah. He's got a big, colorful lollipop that he's licking on all the time. The twins are as angry as Walker and me about Tabby and Lee. And <laughs> this, neighborhood's, this neighborhood's full of angry kids. I don't like it. This is a pre-9-11 uh, <laughs> wow. suburban <laughs> wow. place, all right? Damn, I'm already breaking out 9-11, huh? Jeez. Just saying. There's a, a, there was a tone back then. There's a suburban malaise. Yeah. Are you saying kids... Didn't get mad at other stuff other than Osama bin Laden. That's right. Post 9 11, everybody who got mad just joined the army. <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh huh. I'm mad as hell at the Taliban. And, I'm not uh, going to take it I, anymore. I, you know what? My kids are flipping mad about Uday Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> I got my kids the, the pack of 52 cards with all the America's top targets on it for Christmas. <laughs> they asked for it. They asked for it. They, they begged. Said, I asked for that and a poster of Donald Rumsfeld. Perfect, st- <laughs> perfect stocking stuffers. They right. wanted Lady Liberty uh, dressed up like Rumsfeld did. My mm. kid asked for a fat head of Donald Rumsfeld to hang up on his wall. <laughs> I got my Rumsfeld. I got my Condoleezza Rice. I, I got my. Uh, I got a rare. I got. A, I got a rare John Ashcroft. Oh yeah. Who are the other suckers in that? There was a. Well, Dick Cheney, George W. Bush, Bush. the whole damn crew, man, the whole cast of That's My Bush on Comedy Central. (laughs) Did that air for like 
two or three episodes. It aired for like one year and then nine 11 happened and they were like, uh, whoops. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. Sorry. All right. So they got a problem. They're going to do something about it. The twins are as angry. We're let's stop there. This seems like almost the perfect opportunity. I'd hate to bury it in the middle of this episode to talk about the time Colin Powell accidentally called and left you a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, he didn't call me. He called my, my dear wife. Uh, actually, it was like this time last year. And it was just this random voicemail she got. It went straight to voicemail for some reason. And we listened to this voicemail and it sounded like the first thing they said was, hey, this is General Colin Powell. (laughs) And we listened to this voice message like 20 times because we weren't sure. And sure enough, it was him. He mistake. He thought he was calling a stationery store. He thought he was calling a stationery store and order oh. trying to order some nice stationery from a nice lady that he had worked with a couple times in the past. Very lovely phone call. Oh, so it's a mistake. I didn't know if they were like old friends. <laughs> Him and yeah, they go way back. <laughs> so it's her jealous ex-boyfriend. I hear you're with that guy, Gany Sarma, these days. <laughs> I like to have a, a word with him. You should put that voicemail in the episode just put it over the credits it's kind of boring but i'll i'll do that sure it's it's boring (laughs) it's boring except it's from the you got a voicemail on your personal phone from the guy who sold the country on the iraq war we have the same area code you have a a simple mistake you have a war criminals voicemail on your phone and just trying to buy envelopes a year before he died man some say that's the worst mistake he ever made yeah (laughs) Honestly, that, you know, that is right in line with his judgment that I, <laughs> I mean, no surprise. Anyway. Yeah, that's funny. Too bad we burned that in the middle of this Patreon episode because that's a funny story. And uh, is that it? Okay. Jack-o'-lanterns attacking Sun of sooner or later. We got a mad kid, Elf. We got two other mad kids, Shane and Shane 2. We got uh, Walker's also mad and they're mad at Tabitha and Lee uh, Winston. Shane's often come in twos. You know what I mean? Mm, where, ooh, that's ominous. <laughs> Should we be expecting a second any day now? I retained all the names. I'm really shocked to hear it because I really wasn't paying much attention. Uh, let's jump next to the next page of uh, Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns by R.L. Stein. Time for these Jack-O-Lanterns to attack. All right, I'm ready to go. Let's go. This is Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns by R.L. Stein, page two. <laughs> Probably not page two. Second part. Boy, things are getting too loose on the Patreon, all right? It was a week before Halloween. The four of us were hard at work at my house. We were this working Halloween on... book started weeks before Halloween? Come on, R.L. Tighten it up. You got to set the mood. Who's his Halloween is like a whole month of celebration, yeah, Austin. dude. You're right. I'm sorry. Not everyone just uh, slaps on some makeup for the big day in the morning of. <laughs> I do. watch I... a movie about like a high school prom. The first scene isn't prom. There's a lead up. Okay. You sold yeah, me. It's usually like the first day of school. That's true. Uh-huh. You're right. Okay. Fine. You're right. Halloween. Coming up. Three weeks. Four weeks. Six weeks away. It's a week before Halloween. All right, that's it. The four of us were hard at work at my house. We were working on my Halloween party. Yes, last year the party was at my house. Why did I decide to have the party? For only one reason. For revenge. For revenge on Tabby and Lee. And I got the hookup for the Coke and the DMT. And it's going to be awesome. 
DMT. These guys are just taking huge rips of DMT and like seeing God for like 10 minutes. Ah, happy Halloween. Oh man. And the razors. Don't forget the razors. Tabitha's going to get a mouthful of uh, sharp razors at this party. Walker, Shane, Shanna, and I had spent the entire year talking about it, dreaming up plans, dreaming up the most frightening scares we could imagine. We didn't want to pull a mean joke like having people break into the house. What? These are kids. That was too mean. Some of my friends still have bad dreams about guys in ski masks. Did R.L. Stein write, what? These are kids. <laughs> yeah, in parentheses. To yourself. It's like a stage direction. Narrator says, what? The four of us didn't want to terrify all of our guests. We just wanted to embarrass Tabby and Lee and scare them out of their skins. Uh, <laughs> a little twang. <laughs> so what's it going to be? I gotta know. Spiders. Is it like spiders? spiders? It's going to be spiders. Big tarantula on the face. Home Alone style. An airborne pathogen. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to scare them. The viral infection. Anthrax. This is pre 9-11, right? Kids oh, were tossing right. around no, anthrax no, no. like it was no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got anthrax again in my bag. Anthrax at that time was just the best band in the world. Yeah, it still is. Now, a week before the big night, we we're sitting around my living room after dinner. We should have been doing homework. But we you know, had no never, time you, for homework. I, I just want to remind you, they never caught the guy who sent the anthrax. He's still out there. Uh, I thought they know kind of who did it. What the hell does that mean? How do you know kind of who did it? They did it. You mean the FBI, the CIA, George W. Bush, Condoleezza Rice, Donald Rumsfeld, John Ashcroft? <laughs> there was a guy in Florida who like died of anthrax poisoning. And yeah, maybe, they maybe found was, it was like the same anthrax, you know, that was sent to all those dudes. Could have so just been his probably neighbor. Probably that guy. Yeah, probably. I don't do I don't do uh maybes. Okay. I'm looking I want hard cold facts. Who sent the anthrax? Would have been cool if it was the band Anthrax. A little viral marketing. I guess they didn't find the guy, huh? <laughs> oh, you looked it up. There's uh, a couple of people who are accused. Imagine being accused of a heinous act like mailing Anthrax to Tom Brokaw. Somebody out there was gunning for Tom Brokaw and he's allowed to live, to walk free. Who was, um, who's that guy I really liked? Not Tom Brokaw, the other guy. Peter Jennings. Stone Phillips. Oh, Peter Jennings. Yeah, he was cool. Canadian. He's dead. I know by cigarettes killed him. Yeah. He got coming from inside the house. He anthraxed himself. I always liked him. Thought he had a good, uh, he had a good vibe. Yeah. He they was let him news. smoke on air. They, would you say they should have let him smoke on air? They shouldn't. Have. They should have let him smoke on air. <laughs> Puffing away a big cigar. I also liked the guy from talk of the, whatchamadoodle town. Talk of the town. I don't, I don't remember talking to the town. A public access. <laughs> no, um, no meet the press. Oh, uh, Tim Russert. The other guy. Not the current guy. Tim Russert. I'm frozen and I'm saying it. It's Tim Russert. Tim Russert. Oh, he's great. Do you know Han, Hans Zimmer did the theme for Meet the Press? I didn't know that. I was yelling Tim Russert a lot, but I was frozen. You couldn't hear me. I was like feeling like a crazy person. so you guys were just i was like i died that's like in those those horror (laughs) movies where you're like a ghost and nobody can hear you that's what it's like to be dead yelling tim russert at a zoom that nobody can respond to (sighs) not david gregory of course not nobody likes david gregory with that haircut the only newsman with bangs (laughs) you mean chuck todd oh chuck todd's also a piece of shit he looks like a thumb with a goatee (laughs) does he has bangs doesn't he yeah 
Is that a tiny bang? I guess he does have like little. Consider bangs. He's got like little Mark Davis bangs. He has like um, hipster girl bangs. Yeah, riot riot girl baby bangs. He just was at a Tegan and Sarah concert. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they call him Baby Girl Todd, dude. Oh my god. Uh, We had no time for homework. We had to spend all of our time making evil plans. Shane and Shanna had a lot of frightening ideas. They both look so sweet and so innocent. But once you get to know them, they're pretty weird. Walker and I wanted to keep our scares simple. The simpler, the scarier. That's what we thought. Get a big knife. Threaten them with a big knife. (laughs) (laughs) It's as simple as you can get. (laughs) Find them at night and threaten them with a knife. All you got to do is just put a knife in their face. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) I wanted to drop fake cobwebs on them. From the stairway. That's not scary. Walker has a tarantula. Who's a tarantula? You're right. Me. Walker has a tarantula that he kept in a glass cage in his room. A live tarantula. He thought maybe we could tangle Whoa. the tarantula in the cobwebs and drop it in Tabby's hair. Damn, you're just going to take your pet and use it as a prank? Yeah. And that's that's one person smash it with their hands? That's yeah. one way to lose your tarantula. Yeah. Also, you said spiders, and I think tarantulas are a little different. <laughs> I, I did also say tarantula, but Oh you, you know, did? Oh he said listen. tarantula like home alones. I did. I even I even gave a cultural reference for context. Fuck. Well I'll check the notes. I'll check the uh, <laughs> bibliography up. <after. laughs> uh, yeah, put that tarantula in her uh, fruit punch. That'll get her. Walker also wanted to cut a trap door in the living room floor. What? When Tabby and Lee stepped on the spot, we'd open the trap door and they would disappear into the basement. My God. I had to reject that idea. That's really, he wanted to do like full home renovation construction. Just take him to someone's house and then light the house on fire while they're in it. Also, I just wanted to terrify the two creeps. I didn't want to break their necks. Where are we going to put the fake blood puddles? Shane asked. So, wait, fuck that. Give Shane a better voice. Can I make a request? Let Shane do his own voice. No. <laughs> You should do uh, your old-timey New York voice. Yeah, that's Shane. It's not, but I like that voice. Where are we going to put the fake blood puddle, see? <laughs> Shane asked. It's been a while. That one's been, in the, that one's been in storage for a while. Oh, I love it. Let it rip. Just, like, do the whole book like that. I don't care. <laughs> he held a red plastic puddle of blood in each hand. He and his sister had bought a dozen fake blood puddles at a costume store. They came in different sizes and looked very real. And don't forget the green slime, Shanna reminded us. <sighs> Shane called that one. There we go. Spiders and slime. She had three plastic bags of slime beside her. Walker and I opened one of the bags and felt the slimy, sticky, oozy gunk. Ugh. Awesome. That's what's coming for you, buddy. Hey, I just got to run the world. Pull your pants down, slime your butt. <laughs> I'm going to be an old man in the in the nursing home, and all the nurses are going to be sliming me. That's what it's, that's, that's what you get. And whatever you do, just remember to wear your belt and keep it tight. My God, Shanna say that? <laughs> that, was, that was Shanna's voice. And whatever you do, remember. Where did you buy this? I asked. At the same store? No, see, it came out of Shanna's nose. The one Halloween store in town. Wow, he got that. That's biological warfare, dude. <laughs> it's from his sister's freaking nose. Nasty. I like it. With an angry cry, Shanna hoisted up one of the bags. She swung it in front of her, threatening to smack her brother with it. He laughed and bounced off the couch. Whoa, careful. I cried. If that bag breaks, maybe we could hang the slime from the ceiling, Walker suggested. 
Yeah, that sounds great. Tip top. And it could drip down <laughs> on the Tavian League, see? Tip top. Maybe we could cover them in it, and they would look like two sticky green blobs. Glub, 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 Shanna said, as she thrashed out her arms and pretended she was drowning under a puddle of slime. That's Shanna's catchphrase. Glub, glub, glub. Shanna, shut up. Don't say that again. Will I stick to the ceiling? I asked. How will we keep it up there long enough? How will we get the two of them to stand under it? Just throw it at their face. Don't. Yeah. What's with all the planning? Just say, hey, bitch. Why don't you say something rude to them and just <laughs> drop it? Leave it there. Hey, bitch, sniff this slime. Then throw it right in their face. <laughs> yeah. I got a puddle here for you. Splat. Glub, glub, glub. Glub, 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 bitch. Oh, she's on the ground. <laughs> Spitting on her. <laughs> that'll teach What's you to ruin. That'll, you? that'll teach you to ruin two Halloweens in a row. That's true. That's, dude, that's, I would be so, if someone ruined one Halloween for me. I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. I don't know. I'm liable to pop off. <laughs> I'm liable to get a big knife. <laughs> I'll kill. I'll kill for us. This is a joke. What if? What if the slime? Oh, sorry. What if the slime started <laughs> that, to spew his, out of the jack o' lantern's his, mouth? His natural Shane voice keeps coming out, but he has to replace it with the requested voice. That would be kind of <laughs> scary, wouldn't it? What if we had fake blood gush out of the jack o' lanterns? That would be even scarier. We would have to trap Tabby and Lee somehow, see? All this slime and cobwebs and blood is good. But <laughs> we have to make them think they're really in danger. We have to make them think that something terrible is truly going to happen to them. I started to agree, but the lights went out. <gasps> oh, damn it. What happened? Tabby and well, they got the jump oh. on us. <laughs> they're going to ruin our third Halloween in a row. Shane and Shanna didn't reply. The curtains were drawn, so no light entered the living room from outside. The room was so dark, I couldn't see my two friends sitting right across from me. Damn, we got then, blackout curtains in the living room? I heard a dry, whispered voice, a frightening whisper so close to my ear. Come with me. Come home with me now. Come home to where you belong. Come home to the grave. Sounds like Shanna. Is that you, Shanna? Let's stop there. Ooh. Ooh. Did they awaken some ancient spirits? <laughs> you know, it's that time of the year. There's always ancient spirits waiting around to be awoken and appeaved. Uh, okay, well, sounds spooky. Hope they get to pull off this prank. That's what I want to see. I want to see slime. I want to see somebody covered in slime. I want to see some knife play now that you brought it up. Hey, I'm always down for some knife play. Blood and guts. Uh, let's see what's in store. Let's jump ahead now to the next section of Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns by R.L. Stein. All right. Oh, fuck. What's that? Damn, look at Shane's little bun back there. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's, a little war- it's a little warmer today. I put it up. Nice. Yeah, you got to keep the cool breeze on the neck you gotta when you go to the store these days for uh shampoo you know how there's like different shampoos like there's like a one for dry hair one for like oily hair what do you get for your long hair shiny um i just use my wife's shampoo Ooh, what are we working with over there i don't know but it looks real expensive that's how i feel I see all kinds of exotic shampoos in my shower and I just use them like there's no tomorrow. Hope that didn't cost too much. (laughs) 
What do you use, Ganesh? I know that you're probably a brand name shampoo man and you want to talk about it, so let's hear it. I'm what do you- not a brand name. I don't. I couldn't tell you the name of my shampoo. What is it? It comes in a fancy bottle. I buy it at the grocery store. You just go it's all the, visuals. literally the only brand they have. Oh. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if it's nice or not, but it's... You buy your shampoo at the grocery store? Sometimes, yeah. That feels kind of low for Where you. Where do you get it? At the drugstore, CBS? there's a big selection. Yeah, yeah CBS, dude. Dwayne Reed, Walgreens. You think CBS is carrying the nice shit? That's better than at the fucking food bazaar or wherever you're getting. It's your food rest. story. Thank you very much. <laughs> food story? Jesus That's Christ. right. I thought they spe- spelled food store wrong, but I think it's on purpose. Well, that's pretty cool. I only really have like one fancy thing. Well, I like a fancy soap and I like a fancy uh, face wash and like an after moisturizer. You do a fancy soap? Not that fancy. You do, bar, like a- you do bar soap? When you're showering, you lathering up with a bar soap or do no. you do a gel? More of like a liquid stuff. Like, oh. a, like spit, a little bit of spit. <laughs> yeah, spit <laughs> Shane, Shane's, Shane's special. All right. Good to know. I have like a carrot moisturizer. That's really great. Mm, I'd whoa. recommend it if you got dry skin. Lovely. I do. You do? Yeah. Never knew that about you. Yeah, dude. I got ashy elbows. Oh, my God. Guess I haven't peaked your bows in a minute. All right. Good to know. I'll put all this down in my notebook. Keep track of you guys. Let's jump in now. To How the next. Hot? How hot are your showers? Oh, very hot. Like way too hot. The hottest it 47 gets. 47 degrees Celsius. Your shit has a little thermometer in it. You're digital. I have a digital shower thing. Oh, it goes God. no higher than 47 degrees Celsius. I'm, I'm your shit's looking, in Celsius. It doesn't even do Fahrenheit. I, Man, I you're living the life. It, dude. I've been trying to fucking like hack into the shit. And where change do you it. live? You where, what? You got a bidet? You've got a Celsius shower? Are you are you living on the uh, the French Riviera? What is this? Wait, why did you say it goes to 48? 47 degrees Celsius. That's 116 degrees. It's My not, God. It's not hot them. enough. Actually, I do think, yeah, I could go hotter than that probably. I go as hot as it gets. I want it all the way up. I want a, I want a rash. That's how hot it gets. <laughs> yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to get burned every time I get in the shower, dude. Feels good. Feels good. Burns my, my uh, problems away. Mm-hmm. You can't think. You can't think when you're in the hot spray. It's for its freedom. Uh, okay. Read the book. Can't think when you're in a hot spray. Ain't that the truth, dude? That's Host Daddy's uh, threat. <laughs> That's right. All right. This is chapter 15. Host Daddy spray is 200 degrees Relax. Celsius. All right. <laughs> Kelvin. Yeah. <laughs> melt the skin right off you. We stepped up onto the front stoop and peered through the glass storm door. A big orange cat with bright blue eyes stared back at us from the other side of the door. I rang the doorbell. A few seconds later, a smiling young woman in jeans and a yellow turtleneck came hurrying to the door. Mm, casual. She's the cat. She's the cat. Oh, yeah. Cat turns into the lady. Yellow oh. turtleneck. She's the cat. She carried a basket of Snickers and Milky Ways. Full size. Oh, there's That's cat the, stuff. Uh, there's the shilling of candy from that one review. Ooh. Oh. Those are pretty classic candies. That's fine. Are they both Mars brand? Gotta say. Probably. I don't care for a Snickers bar. What if it's cold? Frozen. I'll take a Snickers ice cream bar. 
Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I'll take both. Hand those out of Halloween. <laughs> Everybody's bags just melted, full of melted ice cream at the end of the night. You all look great, she declared, dropping a candy bar in each bag. I'm the cat from the window. Remember me? Drew, hold up your bag. <laughs> Tabby ordered shrilly. Oh, sorry. I was just still worrying about Shane and Shanna. Damn, what happened to Shane and Shanna? I held my bag up for the woman. The cat narrowed its amazing blue eyes at me. Are you supposed to be a princess? The woman asked Tabby. No, I'm a ballerina, Tabby replied. And you're a lump of coal? The woman asked Walker. <laughs> uh, thumped like that. He didn't do his dark and stormy night routine. I guess he was worried about Shane and Shanna as well. Vague. Is he? Ooh, how do you make yourself look like a lump of coal? I think he, Walker's in blackface right yeah, now. Yeah, he's doing. He's uh, going as Amos, Amos and Andy. It's really offensive. But this was pre 9-11, so, you know. Anything goes. <laughs> Have fun, the woman said. She pulled the storm door shut. And the four of us jumped off her stoop and started across the frost-covered grass to the next yard. When I glanced back to the door, I saw the cat still staring out at us. And it was wearing a turtleneck and jeans. <laughs> Wranglers. Oh, my God. But she had on Levi's. <gasps> now there's a twist. Could you imagine a little cat with jeans on? I could. Aww. I could. I'd like to see it. I you got cats. Can we do that at your party? Dress your cats up in jeans? Oh, oh okay. You keep your hands off my cats, dude. I'll let you, I'll let you dress them. I just want to see them in jeans. Do a fashion show. All right, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Don't see them strut their stuff. Little wranglers. Yeah, that would be that would be cute to have a little uh, little runway set up. That would be cute. Get a little bit of music in the background. Mm-hmm. Clegg would look so fierce coming down the runway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sachet, sachet, attack. Clegg wearing a like a flannel and jeans and a little hard hat. He's a construction worker. I'd like to see that. Black leather. On Clegg. Yeah, that's true. Motorcycle Clegg. No, no, not that kind of leather. Oh, you're thinking he's a dominant uh, uh, sexual deviant. Okay, he's I get always it. trying to fuck, dude. And he's got a ball gag in his mouth. <laughs> no, the other cats have the ball gag in their mouth. He's got the old switch. <laughs> sorry, sorry to do this to your cats. Yeah, sorry, listeners. Uh, Kanisha's one cat is uh, very sweet to him, but. Um, antagonistic to everybody else. The worst part is he's such a beautiful cat, so people really want to touch him. But they can't, because he's mean as hell. Well, he's old. He, he deserves it. He was mean when he was young, too. He just got his AARP membership. Ah, uh, a group of kids. A group of kids is already on the front stoop shouting, Trick or tweet, trick or tweet. Where are they? I whispered to Walker. He shrugged. If they don't show up, I started, but I saw Tabby watching me, so I didn't finish my sentence. We waited for the kids to leave, then climbed up to the stoop. Two little kids, probably three or four, were handing out little bags of candy corn to everyone. Aww. They laughed at Lee's bee costume. They wanted to feel the antennas. The little boy asked Lee where his stinger was. Ugh. Right here. I got my stinger right here for you, kids. <laughs> God damn. Whoa, get him out of here. Lee Winston. Nasty Lee. They stared hard at Walker's all black outfit. I think it kind of frightened them. That's not right. Are you Can't supposed canceled. to be a monster? The little girl asked Walker timidly. No, I'm a lump of coal. Walker told her. She nodded seriously. We hurried away and did three more houses to the end of the block. I saw the two kids I babysit for. They were in matching robot costumes. <laughs> I stopped to talk with him for a minute. A little chit-chat. 
Then I had to run to catch up with the others. A little chit chat with the kids I babysit. Let's go. Hey, how's uh, how's work? How's the wife? They had crossed the street and had started doing the houses on the other side. A strong gust of wind fluttered my cape. I shivered and I glanced nervously at my watch again. Where were they? Where were Shanna and Shane? The whole plan depended on them. Wow, pretty good hole so far. Lee declared. He held his back <laughs> open. Say again, Stud- Lee. Studying the contents <laughs> as we crossed the street. Did you get any Kit Kats? Tabby demanded. I'll trade anyone for some fucking Kit Kats. Oh, <laughs> Rain it in. I would make that trade in a heartbeat. Yeah, I don't. Kit Kats are one of my least favorites. Take them. I'll take some Whoppers over Kit Kats. I hate Whoppers too. Well, only one person gave out apples. Lee said, making a disgusted face. He reached into his bag and he pulled out an apple. Then he heaved it as hard as he could across the yard. Damn. Damn. That's a good apple. The apple hit a tree trunk with a loud thunk, then it bounced into the next driveway. Why do people even give out apples? Don't they know we only want candy? <laughs> That's a good voice. You got to put this one in the rotation. Don't think I've heard this rating. before. No? <laughs> no, it's good. That's making me enjoy uh, this book. Feels good I in love, the cans. I love yeah. pain. It feels good in the cans. Yeah, it rattles around my eardrum in a pleasing way. Some might say I'm your dominatrix. Uh, <laughs> some. Some say. I would ask for you to expand on that, but I'm not interested. I've seen the, I've seen the chatter. <laughs> mainly when. The chatter on the net, on the boards. Mainly when Ganesh and I text about it. Oh he's like, God. yeah, he's like, I'm doming Austin so hard these days. And you're like, please change the subject. <laughs> like we're at, we're at a restaurant. Just talk to me. I'm right in front of you. Why are you texting me? <laughs> yeah. Some people are just cheap. Tabby said she pulled out her apple and dropped it in the grass. Then she kicked it with the toe of her ballet slipper. Apples are way more expensive than a bag of candy. Well, it was the nineties. I don't think these kids are doing retail value when they're looking in this bag. Yeah. You know what? It's probably a, Red Delicious. That thing's not worth its weight and shit. <laughs> Folks. Whoa. Hot take. Can we get the hot. Is there a, can we get a hot take sound effect in here? Yeah. Can we get a Yowzers for Who shoes? likes a Red Delicious? <laughs> Nobody. No, they're, they're bad. Nobody. They're like wax it's apples. Food. It's not food. Yeah, it's garbage. It's a symbol. <laughs> I still wouldn't throw mine in someone's yard, though. Uh, you're very respectful. Wow. Yeah. You'd compost it. You're good. <laughs> That's right. Why did they um, give us apples? I'm going to put these in my compost pile. <laughs> you ever been 12 years old and had a compost pile? I made a couple compost pile. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> awful. Just dreaming. Uh, disgustingly Sorry. earnest laugh. Just Sorry. dreaming, you <laughs> This episode's bad. Let's stop there. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Happy Halloween, <laughs> everybody. Okay, hey, spooky stuff. Wait. What? I we can't stop there, but uh, we'll just come back to the same spot. Let's go. <laughs> oh, we're gonna stop there and come right back. Okay. Uh-huh. Hey, we'll be right back with more of that same sentence. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. Ganesh, what's up? Read the fin- the rest of that sentence there. Uh, what's going on here? Shane and Shannon are still missing. We trick-or-treated our way down the block. It was getting pretty late, and there were fewer kids out. The streetlight near the corner was broken. We stepped into a patch of deep shadow. One of Lee's antennas kept slipping off. He slid it back into place for the tenth time. As we neared the corner, a tall tree blocked the moonlight, and it grew even darker. Oh! I let out a cry as two figures leapt out at us from behind the tree. I thought that Todd and Joe had returned. 
but saw quickly it wasn't those guys. In a gray blur, the two figures turned their backs on us, blocking our way. They wore dark robes that flowed straight down to the ground, and over their heads, mm. they wore pumpkins. <sighs> Large, round pumpkins. Damn. Round Perfectly ones? balanced on their shoulders. Wow. Bulbous. Damn, Plastic? Cute. Can't tell. You can't tell if these are plastic or real. They just look so good. Whoa. Perfect, perfect pumpkins. Wow. Walker let out a startled cry. He backed up and stumbled into me. Tabby and Lee gaped in surprise. Oh. Oh. But the most horrifying surprise was yet to come. It's been a while since we got a wild gaped. Settle down. <laughs> settle, right. settle. You telling us to settle down about gaping. Get Don't out say gape. All right. Don't, don't say it when we're talking about children. All right? I'm not saying don't it, say but I'm, gape. I'm not saying it, okay? But I'm thinking it a lot. God. Just the word. Okay. All right. I guess I can't stop you from doing that. Uh, as they slowly turned to face us, their jack-o'-lantern faces came into view. Eerie, jagged grins cut into their little pumpkin heads. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be my ringtone. Just that isolated <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Flashing triangle eyes lit by flames. Bright orange and yellow flames danced inside their heads. And as the pumpkin heads... <laughs> what, are you like, what is this? Like Macho Man Randy Savage affectation <laughs> you've got. turned their fiery, ragged grins on us, Walker and I opened our mouths and screamed in terror. <laughs> okay. Well, huh? yeah, I mean... Yeah. yeah, what? That wasn't much of a scream. It was more of just kind All of a spooky right. Halloween Whatever. sound effect. But it was good. I liked it. Added a little spookiness uh, to the air. Our screams echoed down the block. The fire flashed in the pumpkin head's eyes. <laughs> I turned to Tabby and lead the light from the fiery jack o' lantern faces <laughs> flickering. He's eyes. just like, he's just fucking barely hanging on here. He's like, <laughs> really like, <laughs> He's just like a fucking runaway train in this sentence. It's like, <laughs> You're talking like Martin Short. <laughs> or Jiminy Glick. Jiminy Glick, yeah. <laughs> they have these little pumpkins. <laughs> they stood calmly staring at the gritting pumpkin heads. Tabby turned to me. Is this your idea of a joke? Were you trying to scare us? We know it's Shane and Shanna. Lee said. He tugged at one of the dark, loose, flowing costumes. Hey, Shane, how's it going? He yanked it down. There was just a bloody skeleton. What's under there, you think? Worms. Just a... Oh, okay. Worms. That'd be scary. How'd you get the fire to work? You have candles in there? Tabby demanded. How can you see? The pumpkin heads grinned back in silence. A lick of fire darted out from one of the jagged mouths. I shivered. These costumes were too good. I could hear the flames hiss inside the big orange heads. Hiss, hiss. The costumes were dark green like pumpkin vines. Why aren't Tabby and Lee frightened, I wondered. I expected Shane and Shannon to appear in something frightening, but I didn't expect anything as good as these fiery jack-o'-lantern heads. Damn, they sound like they look real sharp, like Hugo Boss or something. <laughs> yeah, real nice cut. The costumes were great. 
Uh, but I felt so disappointed. Tabby and Lee were definitely not frightened. This Halloween's going to be a disaster like the others, I thought. I stepped up beside Walker. I couldn't see his expression under his ski mask. How'd they do the fire? It's really awesome. Oh, so Walker's not wearing blackface. He's wearing a ski mask. And now I'm confused. Why is everybody saying he looks like Cole? He's wearing all black and he's got a ski mask on. Could be a bandit. Really dangerous <laughs> costume to be wearing at night on a dark street with uh, with no street lights. That's Halloween in the 90s, baby. It didn't scare Tabby and Lee, I whispered back. It's early. Shade and Shanna have just started. My cape had become tangled around my legs. I tucked. I tugged it free and tossed it behind me. The two pumpkins' heads didn't, still hadn't said a word. You'll have to do better than this if you want to scare Lee and me, Tabby said with a sneer. Yeah, we're not scaredy cats like you two. Uh, let's what? stop. What happens? How do they get out of this situation? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We, we, we could use a yada, yada, yada. Tabby here. started to reply, but a hiss of fire from the nearest pumpkin head made Ooh. her stop. Let's go somewhere else, the jack-o'-lantern said from somewhere inside the pumpkin head. His voice came out in a hoarse crackle, too harsh to be a whispered, a dry, choked sound. Somewhere else, his partner echoed. Excuse me, Lee <laughs> <he> cried. <laughs> Sorry, you yelling, excuse me, in that voice. We that's, know a better neighborhood. <laughs> that's the voice you make when somebody knocks on the bathroom door and you're in there. <laughs> Someone's in here. Oh, excuse me. Let's stop there. All right, let's stop there. Very good. That's scary. Big old freaking pumpkin heads out here, fire in their eyes. That's pretty terrifying. What's the, is this the next page, the last page? Is that, is that right? No. No? How many sections have we done? I don't know. Jesus. We'll, we'll do two short. We'll do one more and then the last page. All right. All right. Fine. Let's jump here to the second to last page of uh, Attack of the Jackal Interns by R.L. Stink. Rude. Stein. Sorry. Misread. section of Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns by R.L. Stein. We all started to eat candy. We had no choice. I shoved a Hershey bar into my mouth and started to chew. I couldn't even taste it. A big gob stuck to my teeth. But I shoved in more and kept chewing. Faster! Faster! The pumpkin heads ordered. Please! Tabby begged with a mouthful of red licorice. This is what's gonna happen at Ganesha's party. <laughs> we can't! Faster! Eat! Eat! I shoved an entire bag of candy corn into my mouth and struggled to chew. <laughs> I feel like this sometimes. Been there, dude. This is just oh, yeah. my, your brain saying this. I saw Walker <laughs> pawing through his bag looking for something he could eat quickly. Wish he had those apples, huh? Eat. <laughs> the fiery heads demanded floating over us. Eat. Eat. I can eat. really go for a Cobb salad. <laughs> I'm going to give out Cobb salads for Halloween. That's going to be my, I'm going to be the Cobb salad guy in the neighborhood. You like a Cobb salad? <laughs> yeah. I like a Cobb salad, yeah. like a chef salad. Nah. It's kind of the furthest way, like furthest away from like a real salad. It's got like so much stuff on it. I like that. More stuff. I don't care for it. I'm you think Caesar's top dog, top dog is salad? Yeah, dude. Not for me. 
It's all about those crutes. Sometimes with, when there's like some real anchovies in there. Mm. No, I like a Greek salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, who doesn't? I like an uh, anti-pasto. Yeah, oh, definitely. Okay, oh, that's sure. party time. Get out of here. I want yeah, a big old roll of meats and cheeses. <laughs> Pe- big old pepperoncinis. That's my idea of a salad. My idea of a salad is just hitting the the olive bar <laughs> at the local Kroger. I'm down. You know those like peppers that are like stuffed with like the little provolone cube? Yeah. Dude, that's I swear. Shit, dude. That's what Halloween should be. I want a big old bag of provolone cubes <laughs> and fucking feta cheese and roasted red peppers. I want to come home with a big old soppy, <laughs> so, a sloppy bag just sopping wet full of uh, salad bar. Yeah, I want to be able to come home and make a charcuterie board with my oh, uh, yeah, big old hard salami. That's adult candy. Adult Halloween. <laughs> I'd love it if Halloween for adults was just charcuterie. Denise, what are um, any plans for uh, deviled eggs at this Halloween? Oh, yeah. Are we doing deviled eggs? eggs? It's got deviled in the name. Devil's eggs. Think about it. Devil. Oh, okay. We want, the people are clamoring. Two of your guests are asking for deviled eggs already. Well, one of them has already told me that no matter what I do, my party's not going to live up to their <laughs> expectations. Hey, if you have deviled eggs, then this might just change the arithmetic. I have seen Austin change his whole approach at a party when he was presented with deviled eggs before. I've seen that's Austin true, house like 20 to 30 deviled <laughs> eggs in one sitting. Austin shows up all pissed off to be out and about. And then someone's like, hey, I brought deviled eggs. And he lights up. That literally did happen. Do you remember that shit? Yeah. At your yes, house, at your apartment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like deviled eggs in the kitchen. And I was like, <laughs> I like stopped the conversation. I was like, I'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'll eat them. All I'll right. eat them. If you got them, I'll eat them. Faster. Eat. Lee choked down his four three musketeers bar. Oh man, if this was a plate of deviled eggs, I'd be crushing it. These jack o' lanterns wouldn't even know what to do. <laughs> be like, yeah, you got it, buddy. They're like, wait, slow down, slow down. <laughs> yeah, They're like, actually, many. actually, don't, don't do that. stop, stop. That's not good for you. That's too many deviled eggs. That's two dozen eggs. I'll take two dozen more. He grabbed a Milky Way and started to unwrap it. I'm gonna be sick. Tabby declared. Faster, faster. No, I uh, really, I'm gonna be sick. Eat more. Eat faster. Lee started to choke. A gob of pink taffy shot out of his mouth. Oh, my God. Tabby slapped him on the back until he stopped coughing. More, more. The pumpkin heads ordered. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Lee cried. The creatures leaned over him, angry flames shooting out of their eyes. Lee grabbed a crunch bar, tore off the wrapper and bit into it. Wait, Mm. those have been around since... I thought those were new in like 2008. No, no, no. Those no, no, have no. been around since like oh, the 40s, dude. I'm sorry. I'm since confusing the it. 40s. I'm confusing with take five. Oh. He pulled out a take five bar and the skeleton said, eat, eat that take five bar. Take 20. Snack history. Oh, oh the crunch. Research, it's research time. 1928. Wow, that's a long time. Wow. We're, we're coming up on 100 years of the Crunch Bar here. So we these newsboys celebrate had little Crunch Bars in their pockets if they were good that day. Yeah, that's right. In 1928, the newsboys were like, extra, extra, new candy bar on the shelves. Crunch Bar. <laughs> crunch Bar, Crunch Bar. Crunch Bar is basically what, like a Rice Krispie chocolate? Something like that. Thing. Yeah. Flat. It's full. It's flat. It's not round. Do you know what the target market for Crunch Bars is? Oh, kids. White women ages 25 to 34 who that have graduated high school. Steel workers. And have an income range of around $75,000 a year. Union men. Wow. Okay. I didn't know they really targeted candy bars like that, but fair enough. I guess I do see a 
in an extraordinary number of uh, high school educated white women eating crunch bars. <laughs> That's good information. Now I'll know that I'm not supposed to eat crunch bars. They're not for me. I don't want to appropriate somebody else's candy bar when I'm a college educated 33 year old man and I'm supposed to be eating uh, almond joy mounds. Probably. <laughs> I'm a mounds. I'm a mounds guy. People look at me and say mounds just <laughs> by their nature. Mounds, mounds. Mounds. I'm like, yes, mounds. Y- yes, I make mounds. I, I am mounds. It. Mounds that make mounds. Let's stop there. Oh, my God. What a way to stop. Wow. That sounds like a really treacherous scene of Jack Lanterns force feeding these children candies like Nestle's Crunch Bar. Oh, this are we, We're coming up on the end here, right? Is there going to be some sort of resolution here? Uh, yeah, it was all a dream. Well, that would honestly would suck. I think Big Knife is going to come out. <laughs> One of these kids is going to pull out Big Knife and carve these pumpkins right up. That's what I would do. Oh, I just saw the ending. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. All right well, on that <laughs> let's note, go. let's go read it. Uh, we'll be right back with the end of Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns by R.L. Stein. <laughs> Okay, we're back. This is the end of Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns by R.L. Stein. Ganesh, will you read the end here of Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns by R.L. Stein? Wow, take it easy, see? Shane warned, lowering hey. his voice. Shane's back. <laughs> that was his whispering voice. <laughs> he glanced around nervously. We don't want any strangers to know that we're not from planet Earth, Shanna said. What? No, I know. That's why we didn't use your weird powers to scare Tabby and Lee before. What? I know what? My jaw's on the floor. Uh, same. We were desperate, Walker declared. But we've got to be very careful, Shanna said. Shane rose up and turned to all the pu- other pumpkin head creatures who still circled us. Thanks for your help, brothers and sisters. <laughs> Shane called to them. You'd better hurry home now before anyone sees that we have invaded this whole neighborhood. Shane Nation, baby. There, <laughs> there they are. Damn, this was an alien invasion story the whole time. Yeah, bro. Fuck me. The story inside the story, they say. Hmm. On the Goosebumps message boards. <laughs> Murmuring happily to each other, the other pumpkin heads hurried back into their houses. In a few seconds, the street stood empty again, except for us four friends. We started walking down the middle of the street, making our way home. Walker and I dragged our heavy trick-or-treat bags beside us. Walker turned sh- to Shane and Shanna. A smile spread over their face. What do you think Tabby and Lay will discover... They, when do you think Tabby and Lee will discover they can just pull off their pumpkin heads? Walker asked. Maybe never. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll starve to death and die, Shanna replied. And we all started laughing all over again. We didn't stop until we reached the bottom of my driveway. Thanks again. You guys were great. You were greater than great. You were awesome, Walker declared. A couple of times you even scared me and I knew it was you all along. And do you know what else is great about having aliens from another planet as friends? Oh my god, what? You two don't eat candy! (laughs) (laughs) Freeze frame. That means Walker and I get to keep it all. Oh, that would have been a a good ending, because we got that that part. You know... <laughs> still going. I've never seen you two Sean eat. And, Shane and Shanna have walked away. I told the two aliens, what do you eat? Shanna reached out and pinched my arm. You're still really bony, Drew. You'll find out what Shane and I eat when you fill out a bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. People from our planet only like to eat very large adults, so you don't have to worry for now, see? <laughs> hey, hey, you're kidding, right? 
Shane, Shanna, you're not serious, right? That's a joke, right? Yeah, right? Right? Yeah. Oh. Scary. Flip the script on him. Flip the freaking motherfucking script on him. Uh boy. Okay. Wasn't expecting aliens. That's a surprise. Weird way to use your alien powers to play Halloween pranks, but okay. Well, now I am properly scared and I'm ready for your Halloween party, Ganesh. What are you cooking? You making burgers? No, bitch. I'm not cooking anything. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. Jesus. What the fuck you think is the Holiday Inn? I mean, yeah, there's no continental <laughs> breakfast at the Halloween party. It would be nice if there was. A little bacon and eggs, a little no, bagel, bitch. a little a blueberry muff. In. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll be. I'll eat before I come. I'll eat. I'll eat some deviled eggs before I, I head over. Like pizzas or something. Oh yeah, that'll work. I actually had a continental breakfast uh, like a week ago. Oh yeah, you were at a hotel or you made it yourself. So we were driving upstate. Mm. Uh, stopped halfway to our destination. Stayed overnight at like a Holiday Inn. You know, before we got up to like the lodge. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Anyway, they had a continental breakfast and they also had an indoor pool. So we took a dip and then walked over and got a continental breakfast. My God. Didn't think it was going to be very crowded, you know, because it was where it was. And yet there I was dripping wet, uh, surrounded by people running into me, getting their eggs and sausages. Damn, wet eggs. So it was crowded, you're saying? Oh, yeah. This is, a hot, this is the hottest spot in the Hudson Valley. And I was sopping wet in my trunks, feeling Damn. feeling free. Sounds like a scene out of something stunk at the spa. <laughs> Stinks. Okay. Well, damn, that sounds like a nice vacation. I haven't had a continental breakfast in a minute because I can't wake up in time. It's always like continental breakfast from 7.30 to 9.30. It's like, what? You think I'm getting up at 9? Well, you got to wake up to catch the pool before all the kids get in there. I can't wake up for anything. Those black. I've said it before. Those blackout curtains at hotels, man, they do me in. I can sleep till 3 p.m. in a hotel if you let me. And I will. I'll do it. Blow right through checkout. Okay, that's it. That's the whole episode. Hi, that's the end of our Halloween 2021. Hope we're still alive for Halloween 2022. We don't have any more Halloween in us. Do we? I don't know. Is there room for another Halloween episode? No. Okay, there oh, you go. You okay. heard it from the man himself. <laughs> <laughs> because the ne- the next episode uh, after this one comes out November 1st, where Damn. Is, you cannot release something spooky on November 1st. Whoa. Tell that to the Simpsons, buddy. Treehouse of Horror has been coming out November 1st and 2nd for 20 plus years. We should do something respectful, solemn. Mm. Uh, maybe something about going to a really good party or something like that yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. the novelization of house party three <laughs> hey i'd do it don't tempt me i'm do- i'll do it all right that's it that's the end of the episode thanks to chris linquist for our artwork thanks to morris reese for our music you know where to find us you subscribe already to our patreon uh give us a call though 567-309-0357 we'll play your voicemail on the air much like the voicemail that uh, retired and now dead General Colin Powell left uh, Ganesh uh, uh, looking uh, for stationery. And we're going to uh, kick that off right here. Uh, play us out, Colin. Rest rest easy, big guy. Iraq War was uh, just a mistake. Just a big mistake. All right. Yeah, that was his oopsie. He got You get one oopsie, all right?
Hey, uh, this is General Colin Powell. You guys have done the work for me before. Usually Betsy is the one I'm talking to. Is she still there? Uh, or is she still available? If so, would you please have her call me at her earliest convenience? It is now Friday evening, and uh, I'll be here all day Saturday, and I'll be around uh, in and out all next week. Uh, my home phone number, which is also my office number, is... Seven zero three. And if uh, she's listening, uh, tell her I just need some more of those little personal cards to sign notes on, and then have envelopes that fit them with uh, printing on the back of the envelope. You guys should be very familiar with what I've done over the years. Seven zero three. Thank you. If Bethany is somehow not available, please have someone else call.